The A to Zeke podcast. One step up from a college radio show. Barely. I just want to thank each and every one of you for all you've done to your bodies. Drinking a German beer with a Cuban cigar in the middle of Paris with a Dominican bar. So you're Zeke and you're running for president? I'm running for president. You are? Michelangelo with the flow, Picasso with the bars. Well put together like a piece by Gershwin. If I had Peyton Manning throwing me the ball, I could probably catch 12 touchdowns. Pack your bags real good, baby, because you'll be gone for a while. Wow, wow. Back at it again for another week of the A to Zeke podcast. Andrew Duvall joined with Zeke Foreman. Zeke, how's it going this evening? Playoff hockey is happening right oh, now. Yes, I know. So Best good. time of the year. Playoff hockey, playoff basketball, NFL season schedule announced yesterday. Baseball's in full swing. I, I love late April. Do you remember last week when we gave all of our predictions for all the NBA series on Wednesday night, and then Thursday morning when we woke up, none of those matchups actually took place. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I mean, it, it was uh, they were there's a mostly projected matchups, but I think everything just got kind of mixed up with. Uh, well, first of all, the Wolves didn't win like you expected, Zeke. So that's that's right. the first problem. That's, that threw a wrench in our plans. I know. Dang it. The Minnesota sports always throwing a wrench in the plans. Well, like you mentioned, it is baseball season. Best time of the year. We're a couple weeks now into the baseball season. Some teams are, you know, it's it's obviously it's a 162-game season, but it's always nice to jump out to a head start right now. And we're kind of doing some takeaways of the season. Surprising teams, surprising players, teams you're happy or good, teams you're surprised or bad. Where do you want to start with all this nonsense, Zeke? Uh, there, there's there's so much. Teams that we thought would be really good have been terrible. Teams that we figured would be out of it after the first series are are in it. So how about we, how about we start with our surprise and disappointing teams of the 2015 season so far? Two weeks in. All right. Well, uh, go ahead. Uh, you're not going to like my surprising team. A team that I, I... If you would have told me that Justin Verlander would be on the disabled list to start the season... And with the bullpen that they have, and with an aging Miguel Cabrera, if you would have told me the Tigers would be 11-3, and three, I would have told you to, to get out of town. The, the defending American League Central champions are my, are my surprise team. And like I said, no Justin Verlander. Miguel Cabrera is as healthy as he's been probably since he first came to Detroit in that trade with the Florida Marlins. And he's been... Phenomenal. The bullpen we were talking off air gave up its first home run all year to the in a loss to the Yankees last night. They're eleven and three. The offense, even with as as old as they're getting, the pieces that they had to replace JD Martinez, yeah, probably one of the biggest surprise players so year. He's just been tearing the cover off the ball. So I have to go by surprise team, a team that's that's tied for first place at eleven and three in that division with the Kansas City Royals. The Detroit Tigers is my surprise team so far. And it's hard to argue. You mentioned a couple guys. Uh, J.D. Martinez has five home runs through, what, like 14 games so far? Right. Jose Iglesias is batting 400. He's leading the team in batting average. Anthony Ghost is batting 406. Granted, he's only played eight games. 
Ian Kinsler's hitting well. The team's clicking on all cylinders. And as a Tigers fan, though, the only question I ask is, can they do it again in October? You mean not win in October again? <sighs> I Probably. I, I would put, I would put my money on that. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I don't get. I have a hard time getting. I, I love baseball, and I watch. If there's a there's 162 games, I watch 100 of them, and it's fine, and I love it, and I follow it like crazy. But I have a hard time getting excited about Tigers baseball in April, even when they're the best team in the league right now, just because. It's uh, it just it hasn't translated in October, and you, you, we'll get excited then. Yeah, I mean, if if postseason awards and stuff happened in April, Chris Colabella would have been your 2014 <laughs> AL MVP, and, and he uh, he was in the minors by what Memorial Day last year. Yeah, probably. I mean, remember when he signed up for that uh, autograph signing and didn't make yeah. it to it because he was in AAA? Yeah, Brian Dozier, Chris Colabella autograph signing in Minnetonka. <laughs> and uh, Colabello got sent down to the minors the day before the signing. So all the, the signage said, meet Chris Colabello and Brian Dozier. And it was just all-star Brian Dozier. Yeah, that's all right, though. Uh, my surprise team so far this year, kind of going on the uh, same page you are, the New York Mets are in first yeah. place in the National League East. They're at 11-3. and three. Eight no at home. They have a plus 22 run differential. Your boy Bartolo's colon is sitting on top. Of most pitching categories right now, three and zero with uh, he's thrown twenty innings, only given up fifteen hits, only had five earned runs through twenty innings. It's good for an ERA of two point two five, and he has an RBI this season. That's true. So, One of those so doing disgusting swings I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I love it. I'm surprised oh, he didn't fall over this fat piece of lard has a 8.10 strikeout per nine inning. He's been tearing it up. Matt Harvey's been pitching pretty well. Uh, you know, he's got three quality starts as well, 18 innings, and uh, he's only got an ERA of 3.50. Team is clicking on all cylinders batting-wise as well with Lucas Duda batting 327 there at first base. Uh, On-base percentage of .397. Michael Kadire's hitting the ball. They got Curtis Granderson. Daniel Murphy just got hurt. Otherwise, he was hitting all right. Uh, yeah, it's the New York Mets. They are they're playing incredible baseball right now. Yeah, another key injury to point out, uh, the catcher. Is it Travis Denard? Uh, yep. Broken hand. Yep. I think he took a foul ball off the fingers or something the other night. So he's he's expected to miss a considerable amount of time. But yeah. Uh, we talked beforehand, otherwise we would have both had the Mets. I don't like having the same pick as you, yeah. but the, the Mets, way, way above the Detroit Tigers, surprise-wise, because, frankly, the Mets have sucked for a very, very, very long time. And, really, and then all of a sudden, out of the doldrums they come, and they're sitting on top of a of a, of a of a division that we figured the Washington Nationals would run away with. They're only 7-7 seven and seven right now. And really, you look at... The, the Mets, like you look at the Tigers and you kind of go, okay, this is a, a pretty different team. I mean, there's the core pieces are there, but this Mets team is no different than last year's Mets team. Right. It's just, it's kind of the, the 2015 edition of what the Kansas City Royals were last year, where it's really some of the same pieces, or a lot of the same pieces. It's just a complete night and day difference the way they played the season before. Yeah. It, it, you're, no, you're exactly right. Uh, surprise player. Of the year so far, Zeke. Uh, or do you want to do a surprise bad team, too? Do you have a surprise bad team? Um, I do, but we can go to player first. We can do the, the good, good first and then, and then do the bad, bad afterwards. Bad. All right, well, fine. It doesn't matter to me. So who's your surprise good player of the year? Uh, there's been a lot of them. Uh, my pick was going to be uh, your boy Nelson Cruz for the Seattle Mariners, Boom. the tire killer. But I, I, went, uh, I went across the country. My surprise player so far 
has been a guy that people wanted out of the league immediately based on on his past. A guy that sat out the entire 2014 season. My surprise player so far is Yankees DH Alex Rodriguez, batting 267, four home runs, 11 RBI. He has an on-base percentage of 411, getting on base. I mean, it's not translating into a lot of wins because there's a lot to fix with that Yankees team. Granted, they are 7-7, seven and seven, beat your Tigers last night. Mm-hmm. But, but A-Rod quickly becoming a story to watch. He only four home runs behind Willie Mays for fourth all-time. And, I mean, not a lot of people expected this. A lot of people thought Alex Rodriguez was going to be cut during spring training. He had to, he had to make the 25-man roster. He played well this spring. It's carried over into the regular season. So my my surprise, I, I didn't think A-Rod would be doing this. No, absolutely not. And, you know... I was looking at this last night because I was watching the game and they showed his stats when he, he just passed, moved into fourth place. And I remember saying back a while, when Barry Bonds broke the record, A-Rod was sitting at what? Like, was he around maybe three, 400 home runs somewhere in there? Somewhere in there, yeah. I remember saying it doesn't matter that Bonds broke this record because A-Rod's going to break it here in 10, 15 years or so. And now here we sit. And I was looking at it and I was doing the math in my head. I know, very difficult math in my head. Thinking... I, I almost want to say I still stand by that, but it's I don't I think he's a little bit out of reach. But the way he's hitting the ball right now, who knows might what might happen? And the great uh, quote that was around Tiger Woods, you know, success changes everything. I think people in New York, he comes in, he bats three hundred and hits a few home runs. I think people in New York are going to forget about the past real quick. Yeah, and and they have. I mean, you you watch the games at Yankee Stadium, and there's a guy who was essentially being run out of town a year and a half ago, has been getting standing ovations down there at New Yankee Stadium, partially because uh, Yankees fans, they don't have Derek Jeter anymore, so so he doesn't have the, the spotlight of Jeter. And really, he's the, he's the, the biggest name on that team, in a, in a, on a team that's full of old, aging stars. You have Mark Teixeira, who's batting about a buck twenty-five this year. CeCe Sabathia is 0-3. He hasn't won a game since last April. And it, I mean, they have the, the bright spot of Jacoby Ellsbury in in center field, but really, that's that's about all they have, with the exception of the home run chase. Willie Mays sitting at 660 home runs. Uh, a Rod is four behind him, but I don't think getting another what 110 home runs or, or no, my math my math is terrible. Barry Bonds has what 755 yeah, yep. home runs. Yep. So so he he need he needs a lot of home runs. Another 96 home runs for sole possession of first place on that list. And of course, he'll forever be tainted with that little that little asterisk yeah, that comes with, with, with the steroid controversy. Three out of the top five or have that little asterisk. So what difference does That's it true. make? My surprise, good player of the year. You want to know how the people or how little credit people gave Mr. Joey Votto coming into this season, Zeke? He went undrafted in our 16-team fantasy league. That is correct. He went undrafted in our fantasy league. I don't know what other six teams you were uh, talking about there that we missed out Wait, on. Do we have 10? We have 10. Oh. Shows how much it's you pay. It's just I'm so used to beating everybody. They all, they all look the same in my yeah. rearview mirror. Yeah. Who's uh, who's looking in the rearview mirror so far this year? This hey. guy, because he picked up Mr. Joey Votto off waiver wires after everybody let him go, including myself. Because I drafted Goldschmidt in the first round, didn't need him. And he's batting 377, six home runs, 13 RBIs for not a great uh, Cincinnati Reds team sitting at 7 and 7, but he's got the pop in the middle. He's got two stolen bases to go along with it as well. 
And oh, Easter. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. He is uh he's hitting the ball, he's hitting it over the fence, he's driving in runs. Mr. Joey Votto is my surprise good player of the year, although it shouldn't come as too big of a surprise. Yeah, I mean the guy's uh he's he's a did he did he win the NL MVP a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so so kind of just had a had a mediocre season last year and just injuries and, and people didn't expect this Joey Votto to come back in, in 2015. A lot of people thought he was kind of, I mean, Justin Morneau won a, an AL MVP in what, 2007, yeah. I think? 2006, yep. 2007? 2006, I think, is when, when Justin Morneau won the AL MVP. And he's just been kind of kind of a, a, a downward spiral as well, numbers-wise. I mean, injuries and concussions had a good part to do with that. And he won a batting title a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Do I think Joey Votto's going to win the batting title of the National League this year? Uh, probably, probably not. But, I mean, huge numbers from a guy that no one expected these kind of numbers out of anymore. Absolutely. A couple minutes left here. We'll move on to the uh, the bad. Zeke, who's your surprise bad team this season? Well, a couple honorable mentions. One of these might be your team. We didn't talk about uh, bad teams before, but I have the Miami Marlins are 3-11. and 11. I think, weren't they my World Series pick at the Yeah, they absolutely were of, your World Series When we started pick. doing this. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, 5-10. and 10. They're only good every other year. Anyways, that's that's the going joke. They only win the World Series every other year. Yep. Milwaukee's 2-12, and 12, but uh, I have to give the the worst team award to the entire American League West. I mean, this division was hands down the best division in the American League last year. They had two playoff teams. The Seattle Mariners were just a couple games behind the Kansas City Royals for that second wild card spot. The they said the Seattle Mariners, who so everyone expected so much out of Nelson Cruz, is ripping the heck out of the ball out there on the West Coast. They're five and nine. Texas Rangers are six and eight. The Los Angeles Angels are six and eight. The Oakland Athletics are seven and eight. And the Houston Astros, on a four-game winning streak, <laughs> are in first place in the American League West. Yeah, just let that sink in for a couple. Yeah, you uh, you kind of touched on mine. You mentioned it. Milwaukee Brewers, I was kind of thinking they were going to contend for the NL Central, but uh, the way they're starting out the year with just two wins, 2-12 uh, and 12 on the season, I'm not really too excited about that. But I'll go with the Washington Nationals. Everybody had this team as Ooh. kind of the the team to beat in the entire major leagues. And uh, this is a team that is currently seven and seven and sitting in the middle of that national league East, which can I mention without the, with the exception of the New York Mets, is not a great national league East. Uh, the Braves are okay. Phillies are bad. Miami's bad. The Washington nationals are my kind of surprise bad team. They're sitting at 500. This is a team that, if they ended the season at 81 and 81 would be extremely disappointed. Yeah. And I agree. They, the, the toast of the national league, that, uh, that rotation, man. Yeah. I mean, they got Strasburg. They've got Gio Gonzalez. They brought in your boy, Max Scherzer. I mean, they are just armed to the teeth in that rotation. And it's just not equating into wins. They're they're The offense needs to pick it up. Bryce Harper's had a couple huge, Huge home runs. Like if you watch these, it's just a full extension and just monster shots. But like last night, they lost to St. Louis two to one. I mean, the pitchy was great, but the the offense just isn't picking them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then lastly, here I got to wrap things up. Surprise bad player. Who's who are you surprised that has been bad for the first part of the season? 
Uh, Mr. Big Money in the Offseason guy, John Lester. Three starts. He's 0-2, a 6.89 ERA for a Cubs team that a lot of people are pretty excited about. And he recently brought up Chris Bryant, who's, uh, other than striking out three times in his debut, has been pretty solid over there at third base. They just brought up Addison Russell to play second base. They have Starling Castro at short, Anthony Rizzo. So their entire infield is all under the age of 25 years old. Theo Epstein, the future is coming very soon for the Chicago Cubs. And they're 8-5, and five, only a half game behind the St. Louis Cardinals. But John Lester, absolutely not contributing whatsoever to that 8-5 and five start. Yeah, I'm going to kind of go with a similar theme. Cole Hamels, 0-2 with a 5.00 ERA. He has given up seven home runs in 18 innings. Uh, this is a guy who maybe not necessarily you're not ta- you know you're not throwing him up into the the mix with Clayton Kershaw's and guys like that. His name certainly is there, but not uh, his stats the last couple seasons. But if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. If I'm the general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, I'm looking to deal Cole Hamels at near the trade line, deadline to Boston, to probably not Detroit, but to one of these teams that's going to be competing and going to be looking to win a division title in a World Series and that needs maybe one more arm. And that guy would be Cole Hamels if he starts pitching better, but he's kind of going to ruin his team's chances to get anything out of him come the trade deadline. Yeah, and and I agree. I mean, his his stock is so so low right now. I mean, he was he was the guy to trade for this offseason. Maybe there's something that that team scout saw in Cole Hamels, because I'm I'm sure the Phillies were, were fielding phone calls on this guy oh, because yeah. they're not they're not going anywhere. They dealt Jimmy Rollins, who's the face of their their franchise for many 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 years. He's he's a Los Angeles Dodger now, so he just figured it was a matter of time before Cam- Cole Hamels was gone. I think ultimately he will be dealt but not at the price the Phillies want. No, absolutely. We got three more segments left to NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and then later on the NFL schedule right here on the Agency Podcast. Drinking a German beer with a Cuban cigar in the middle of Paris with a Dominican bar. Great head on her shoulder. She probably studied abroad. She transferred to Harvard from King's College in